Welcome back to the Gentlemen Dojo. Keen got Boom. it right. Keen yeah, did it. It was I a did. little off. And it's been a while. It's a little off. <laughs> it was a little off. But a little Keen bit. actually did We'll take it. Through. We'll yeah, take it. I'll take it. Yeah. We're well, back. we have got uh, a full-blown sausage party in here today. We sure do. I <laughs> yeah. didn't think this room could accommodate this many people, but it did. This There's is our new podcast six called White Males. Dude Soup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude Soup. <laughs> We're excited to be back. By the way, I just want to address a couple of oh, things. Oh, yeah, please do. First of all, please. you and I are in Minneapolis this weekend. I'm very, very excited. Minneapolis this weekend. Keen and I are in Hartford the following. Yes, and yes, yes. And then we yes. go on our USO tour. Ooh. That's going to be fantastic, which yeah. is timely. part of the reason why we wanted this guest to join us, because well, me, Steve, I, yeah, you'll, get, you'll do all the intros. I, I got it. I got it. I got yeah. it. Relax. Uh, but I will say, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I hit the wrong button. I hit the wrong button. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yep. Oh, Here we go. No. But this today's show leads into our guest today. <laughs> Shit, that's the wrong. I did it again. I'm sorry. You good? Okay, Gary, you you're good. all good. So, by the way, we have a full house. Not only is Patrick joining us, we also have another special guest who's been on our show before, right? He's sitting in to kind of guest co-host. He is part of uh, a little movie called Dying to Do Letterman, and he sat with me and co-hosted for our Jackie the Joke Man Martling podcast. Please welcome back to the dojo, Steve Maison, everybody. Oh, come you. on, come on. I'm clapping for you. Make thank it louder. You, thank you, appreciate it. Uh, and our guest today, uh, which actually coincides with us going on a military tour in a yeah. couple weeks, Steve Maison and I just saw his movie last night, a brand new movie. By the way, you were saying when you went to this movie, yes. because so many of our friends have movies coming out. Absolutely. Over, you were saying how this wasn't just like a little small theater. No. You said you were really like impressed I couldn't believe I couldn't believe when I heard first of all that it was at the Landmark, big theater, Great theater in L.A. A huge theater itself. I mean, just the theater was huge. The stadium style seating. I expected to walk in. I don't know, 40, 50 people, right? Yeah. I thought it would have been a Saturday first show for you. Here we go. But yet, <laughs> walked in. It was packed. <laughs> and I got to tell you, we sat through the movie. It's his third movie. First one was the called trilogy. I Am Comic. Yeah. Second movie, I Am Road Comic. This was the third movie that we got to see last night, first screening ever, yep. called I Am Battle Comic. The creator and the director is here with us today, Steve, in studio, oh. not calling in like <laughs> your shitbag guests. He's here. How about a round of applause for Jordan Brady, everybody? Yes. Here he is, you. Wow, all the way from wow. Santa Monica up to the valley. By the way, I Am Battle Comic, terrible title. Why? <laughs> it's just terrible. It's confusing. <laughs> what does it mean? Are they going to tell jokes and hit each Didn't other? Didn't Did know. Did It was confusing with the roast battle. Oh, with the is roast battle what, movement yeah. that's come along. So the comedy nerd is like, is it like a roast battle? Will uh, Will Jeffrey Ross be in the movie? What's going on? Did you title is, it before yeah. roast battle? Kind of around. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, or yeah, is it a genius know. title because you now those people will come see it and be introduced Mis to something they weren't expecting. Their mistake is my profit. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, part of the reason, Gary, you're not Explain in it. Explain to right? Steve Are you what profit it? is. <laughs> Gary, people, profit okay, is someone great. that comes and tells <laughs> the future. And... <laughs> yeah. I was thinking financial. Well, we saw. The, was that the first time you've screened your new movie to an audience? No, I, I'm doing a tour for charity. Yes, Operation Gratitude. It was last night's charity. Yes. Prior, so he I, doesn't know what profit means either. <laughs> <laughs> Could one of those nights be a fundraiser for Steve Byrne and his electric bill? <laughs> last night was the first L.A. screening. Oh, got it. That's right, what I meant. The, so I did a series of landmarks in, in Detroit, okay. Houston, and Dallas. 
we did la- the landmark theaters there, for, uh, and we gave all the money, 100%, okay. right, of the door to National Military Families Association, wow, or militaryfamily.org, right? Yeah. Great charity, does stuff with kids and whatnot. And Phoenix, we did it at the, the Harkins 14. Okay. Campbellview. Mm-hmm. Some big, you know, Camel back. It, no, it's actually Camel View. Oh, Camel it is. Back is down by the airport. Relax. Nonetheless, we that, <laughs> all that money went for uh, Semper Fi fund. Okay. And then last night was Operation Gratitude. They that was packed, a full house. Two hundred uh, and forty seats. Yeah. And I was stressing, like, five days ago. There were like 80 tickets sold. Oh, wow. Oh, can wow. we say the bad words on the show? Of course. Yes. I was yeah, you can say Gary Cannon. trembling. Because <laughs> you didn't know. What, I didn't that, know. Was that the biggest turnout you've had for one of the screenings? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was. The other theaters night. were like 120, 150 people. Still nice, though. Still great. Yeah. Yeah. great. yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is your third movie. Correct. Tell us about the first two, and then we're going to jump into this one. I loved, we all saw I Am Comic. Yep. Yes. Absolutely yep. loved Thank it. You. Yes, Thank you. Yes, absolutely loved it. And you were explaining last night the idea for I Am Comic, which is available on iTunes. Good. You've explained the idea behind it. Can you tell everybody what the idea for I Am Comic was? I Am Comic is about the art and uh, craft of being a comedian. Like the occupational hazards of being a stand-up comic, so it was a broad swatch, yeah, of comics <laughs> from you know from Louis C.K. to Carrot Top, yeah, from Sarah Silverman to Roseanne, like and, and everybody in between. Uh, it was it, so it didn't it matter what kind of comedian you were. I just wanted to f- see what the commonalities yeah. were. Mm. In fact, we don't mention gender or race or props or anything. It's just. Here's what it's like to be a working comedian. Right. And then I Am Rogue Comic went on the road and then talked to guys about doing the road. Like Mark Marin, TJ Miller, Doug Benson, who mm-hmm. schedules his tours around roller coasters. <laughs> really? Seriously. Yeah, yeah. He goes where there's an amusement park. Oh, wow. That's, that's, I thought that was pretty that, cool. That's a single man. I schedule my <laughs> my dates around my mortgage and preschool and diapers. The metaphoric roller coaster. <laughs> Must be nice. Yeah. Well, you know, Gary, you were inviting people to this screening last yes. night, right? But yeah. I think people thought you were in it, so that's why they <laughs> That's why they stayed away. Yeah, so no, did you hear it? It sold you. out. Yeah. It sold out. <laughs> Steve always schedules his shows around areas that people won't show up at. And we've been very successful. <laughs> <laughs> now, you are, are, are you becoming like, not necessarily, but like the Bill O'Reilly in, in terms of killing historical figures. Are you wow, literally looking at, <laughs> looking at different factions of no. different I am blank comic where you're going to explore all these different facets? You could do I am warm up comic or I am, yeah. you know, all these other. I am not comic. I am unemployed comic. I am not comic. comic. Gary. <laughs> I was going to go after that sooner, but I was like, it's too obvious. Everyone asks about I am open mic comic. Yeah. Oh. oh. And if you're not interesting enough to be beyond an open micer, I agree. Yeah. It's a terrible Nobody film. Wants to see That's that. Yeah. Yeah, no yeah, one yeah. wants to see that. No. Uh, she be comic. I was thinking about like all women. Okay. Very or we be comics, which would be an African American comedian. Yeah. I know that's not political. <laughs> no, no, but, but that's a great title. Yeah, yeah. that's right. a good We be comics. But I think uh, I think like a black filmmaker would be- make a better film, and they would have access to better comics. Have you seen Dying Laughing? Mm. No. Oh, like Chris Rock, Jerry Seinfeld. That's a great comedy. Doc. But I looked at the cover. Dying to do Letterman. Great. Dying comedy. to do Letterman. Yeah. yeah. Dying Laughing. It's literally you got to be African American or Jewish. Oh that, yeah, that's literally the and, and I understand Jews are are like the backbone of you know coming from the you know the Catskills mm-hmm. vaudeville circuit. I get it, but it was just like to me, it was just like I don't know about that representation of there. There's a larger swath like we were talking about earlier, and I, I the minute I saw that. Plus, I think when you're a comic, sometimes maybe you have an aversion because you know it's like 
you when I'm home Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I want to I want to get the, as far away from stand up as possible. <laughs> but when you hear great things like I am comic, you you, you watch it, you know. Oh, so, wonderful! Yeah, yeah. It, uh, that movie came about because I'm a commercial director by trade, and I would have people in the post YouTube era say, "Hey, we saw a clip of your stand up with the mullet and the lime green suit from back in the day. What was that like?" And I got tired of answering the question. Mm -hmm. So I just made a movie. Oh wow! In nice kind of yeah. In I am in I am comic. You were doing was there a club in Long Beach that you were doing? I remember a club in Long. Like was it a black club in in near it's the in airport? Inglewood? Inglewood, yeah. And it's uh, it's owned by J. Anthony Brown, who's a fabulous comedian and radio personality out of Atlanta. I've known him for years, and uh, I tricked the comic uh, Rich Scheidner. Into going on stage. Oh, that was it. <laughs> that was yeah. beautiful. Classic. Yeah. Classic. I remember, yeah. I remember watching that document and going, wow, as good as it was. And the thing that stuck with me, I'm like, oh, there's a club in Ingle. Like, I wonder if it's <laughs> yeah. a scumbag yeah. comic. Yeah. That's all I'm thinking about. By the way, uh, J. Anthony Brown sells at the club, like in the lobby, his own brand of hot sauce. Oh. He does. I thought that was a great merch item for a comedian. Steve's writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> they won't buy my DVD. How about hot sauce? It's, it's called the J Spot. Is the name the of the J Spot? J-spot. That's, that's what I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you do? I can it. never find it. I <laughs> Boom! And There's a the reason we, this guy co-features on the road. You know where we met, but you don't remember. But I because it was a crazy tell me night. the manhole. The blue eyes boys town in Chicago. Yeah. Wow, this, is a, this is a good room. Where do we Where do we meet? At Ahmed Ahmed's uh, taping. Yes. In, in, in uh, Riverside. Okay, that's right. You were the other guy there. <laughs> I, <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring that show up. We want last year. Yeah. It's a comedy I thought it was, show. Come on. It was a great show. It was a great show. So oh, you, <laughs> you were at his DVD taping. That DVD taping. Yeah, out yeah. in Riverside out at the Fox Riverside. Theater. Yeah, My yeah, wife yeah. went to uh, high school with Ahmed Ahmed. Okay. Oh, wow. It's like, I would I would say a Mets special is like your fourth movie hasn't sold yet. <laughs> Gary, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> am I right or am I right? <laughs> By the way, uh, it's not Guys Like Us. What is it called? Just Like uh, Us. Just, just like, like Us. us. Yes. Yeah. That That's a, a, a docu comedy documentary out there. It's on there. Netflix. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Do you see it? Yeah, of course. Do you like theater. it? Yeah. Get out. Uh, no, no, I did. We always, we, we love Thanks Ahmed. Back. We yeah, love yeah. Ahmed, yeah. and we always bust his balls, and Ahmed always drops that he's done that movie over and over. Yeah, and yeah, That's yeah. why he busts his balls. So, uh, loved I Am Comic. When was I Am Comic released? How long ago? It seems like it's been a long time. Wow, that, yeah, that was 2010. Wow. It debuted on Showtime. So there's this weird life of a movie that's always changing for documentaries. I don't sure. Know mm -hmm. was Steve, but I went Showtime. Which is pretty good money. Yeah, yeah. Then it went uh, Netflix, but this is 2010 Netflix, not like hip, cool. Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Pre Game of Thrones, Pre Netflix. sending shit back in the mail. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, iTunes everywhere else. Oh wow. Okay. And then I am I am Road Comic, went Hulu, Netflix, oh. also available at JordanBrady.com. There it is. <laughs> so then that brings us to this movie that we saw last night, which was truly amazing. Yeah, it's it was about great. you follow four guys mm -hmm. that go and do stand up in the Middle East, right? Bob Cabuto, Jeff Capri, Don Barnhart, and Slade Ham. Slade, Slade Ham. Right, right, right. I think it's a showbiz name. Slade Ham. Slade Ham. I think it was Jim Ham, and I think he changed it. No, it was actually Slade Salami. 
<laughs> it's the last no, name. That's a better way to go. <laughs> don't, guys. At least don't. I'm pitching. Do not. Oh, I'm sad. laughing at the swing. Yeah. Yeah. Not the oh. result. I tried to switch it, but yeah, apparently. Hey, Patrick, I'm not in Hartford with you and Steve. Let me know if he closes with that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Piece of shit. Uh, so, so what was the idea? How did you pick those guys? How did Tell us about the movie, how it came about, how long it took you to film this whole thing. The reason that this is perfect timing, Steve and I are going and doing a big USO military tour in a couple of weeks. Are you going to have a blast? We're going to have a blast. Steve Maison has done how many of these things? Yeah, a dozen at least. Yeah. All over the country. Best shows best shows ever. Hands Patrick, down. have you done Hands any? Down. A USO? No, I never have. Anti-American. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I guess people prefer to work at flappers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> by the way, I'm happy don't to knock, do it. I'm happy to do it. I, don't know. knock the yoo hoo room. Don't yeah, that's a good little <laughs> from Gary Headlines. Hey, I want to add a nice wrinkle to, to the movie, I think, was you hadn't done stand-up in a while. Correct. And so you jump in. You're actually, rather than just filming the movie, right. you're, you're one of the comics, and you're, you're kicking off the show every night, getting back in the swing. That was one of the nice things I liked about it, is you kind of like, at the beginning, you were a little hesitant, like, ah, I'm a little rusty. I wonder if I can get back right. in here. And then you're but jumping But you packed right a lime green you. suit. No, I didn't bring the suit. <laughs> I wish I'd have brought the suit. Where were you? <laughs> Actually, if I ever tried to like let out a bit in the house, my my kids, they're grown men, they'll be like, Dad, go get the suit. <laughs> get the suit. Uh, That's what they want to say. Hey, time machine? It. You want to go yeah. back to 99? <laughs> and so, first of all, how did the idea of the movie originate? And okay. how did you pick the four guys that went with you? The guys picked me. Okay. Uh, because they wanted to be in a movie. Okay. <laughs> they knew I would film it. Yeah. yeah. Don Barnhart, who right. I've known forever, he would MC at the Comedy Magic Club. Yep. Uh, now he lives in Vegas and he produces shows and he's a hypnotist and he's just an all around good guy. Does it all. He's been doing these shows since, I think, 1992. So he had made a documentary uh, and was asking me about it. He sent me a rough cut and we were talking. And he said, Hey, if you ever want to go and do it again, let's go do it. So he called and said, Do you want to go to Iraq? And I said, and film it because he goes, yeah, document the journey. So he picked Slade, Bob Kubota, Jeff Capri and himself. And they brought me. But I, I first I said, well, can I just go and kind of film it? Uh-huh. He goes, no, I can't really pitch that. If you're one of the comics that happens to be filming it, I can swing that. OK. So I had to, you know, I had to kind of pitch the government a little bit saying, hey, this is what I want to do. It's an ode to. Bob Hope days, Robin Williams going over sure. the USO tours. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was actually with Armed Forces Entertainment, which is sort of a like they'll service a USO tour. Mm-hmm. They'll do their own tours. It's pretty interesting the whole industry of doing military shows. Well, there's a bunch of people that now do their own military tours. There, there are these guys. I guess a lot of guys, and I don't know what, how Don got connected to it, but a lot of guys will go on a military tour and then somehow. <laughs> snake the gig away from the real booker yeah. and then go in there and do it on their own. So there's like eight oh, yeah. different branches of people. Oh, at least eight, yeah. Uh, Scott Kennedy, uh-huh. he used sure. to do a ton of yeah. these. I mean, he did one a month. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely crazy. Well, we, so, have, we have so many comics now or people calling themselves comics that we need to be at war with several countries so they have a place to perform. <laughs> we, yeah. we have to be attacked. We have the supply. Yeah, we, we need do. the demand. <laughs> right, right. Hello, North Korea shows. <laughs> <laughs> right, so they work because those guys, I mean, Jeff Capri, Kabuto, they've done a ton of those shows, yeah. right? So when do you guys pack up and, and head off and do the military tour? What year was that? Just recently. It was a year ago today. 
Oh, a year wow. ago, wow. not really, but I think it makes good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was um, March. An entertainer. <laughs> uh, it was March of 2016. Okay. Because while we were traveling from Kuwait to Afghanistan, which you, I think you fly over uh, Iran. Yes, yes. Right, Iran right, separates those two. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Or you can go around it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, By boat. It was Brussels was bombed. Oh, Which is yeah. in the movie, the news footage in the movie yep. of Brussels being bombed. So that was mid-March of last year, which is another reason to get the documentary out. Like, you want it to be relevant. Right? Sure. You want the, the any documentary, comedy or not, you want to, you don't want people to go flip phones. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> when did they shoot this? Yeah. <laughs> so so to answer your question, they they were already set on a tour. To do I it. was plugged in. Right. I had a camera, and the the gig called for me to do stand up, and I opened the show. And I would do 15 minutes, a lot of crowd work, pretty right. hack stuff. And then I would introduce the next guy, and they would, uh, I don't know, the tag comedy, team tag team it. Yep. And they would rotate like a volleyball team. Like whoever closed that the one night would open the next night, mm-hmm. except for Jordan Brady, who would always open the show. And they right, would right, go, right. They'd go, hey, you know, if you, if you don't want to open the show, we'll go up. I was like, fuck that. Like, I'm going <laughs> right. to follow a guy that's been doing it for 20 years with the military. Because we said, too, as we were watching it, and, and Steve, you've done a bunch as well, it's very hard in some of those situations, the scenarios, the atmosphere that you're in. Sometimes the sound system is bad. There's no stage. There's no this. There's no that. So opening the show and with is what you're doing and having probably the least experience on the show, that's a hard gig to do. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it's got to be you got to go out there and just start firing away because they're going to get distracted pretty easily based on the surroundings that they're in. Correct. And, and uh, but, I mean, I had done stand-up for a good 15 15- some years. Right. As a young, thin, very handsome man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What yeah, I let myself go. <laughs> and, and had, I, had I stayed in better shape, I'd probably have a better title for I Am Battle Comp. <laughs> but, um, so that, you know, people's like, oh, it's, you know, it's like riding a bike. It's not like riding a bike. It is actually like riding a yeah. shitty bike. And I, di- I mean, I didn't kill. I don't want to pretend that. But uh, the, the, the craft of it comes back really quickly. Yeah. You know, it's doing good material and killing and honing an act that's tough. Right. So, you know, I can go up and bullshit it. And I made a lot of jokes about the uh, yeah. about the base. Right. As you're walking around, yeah, you, you see things, a lot of yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. That was a lot to me of like he could open Conan. Yeah. <laughs> it's a skill set, my friend. Okay. You did, did Jeff, yeah. Jeff Capri's dad, Jeff Capri's father, was, didn't he open in Vegas for a lot of big it's, names? Dick Capri's in the movie. Dick yeah. Capri's in the movie, yeah. Dick Capri was a, a classic... He opened for Engelbert Humperdinck. And when you say Engelbert, do you have to tag it with Humperdinck? No, there's, there's, only point. there's only one. And he did all the uh, Comedy Central roasts in the, the pre-Jeff Ross era. Yeah. Like the back, there's, one in, there's a clip in the movie that I stole with uh, they were roasting uh, Drew Carey. Right. And Dick Capri kills it. Yeah. Like classic joke telling. And then he Skypes Jeff Capri while we're in... Oh, that's Kuwait great. Or scene. Bahrain. Great scene. Yeah. yeah. It's really tough. It's really it's cute. Very he tells a joke, gets a great laugh. Yeah. So yeah, Dick Capri. And they're that's doing great. they're doing a uh a, a, a show in Atlantic City in the fall that I think would be a good movie. Like I am father and son comic. Yeah. That is interest that's an that's interesting that. relationship because as a comic, sometimes your only goal so that my children don't become comics. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. That's but but what's his name? Wayans. There's a Wayans who failed at that because yeah. now his son's doing it. So a, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty others. But it's like boxing. It's like you, you want to be so good that my kids will never have to do stand up. But 
some people, no matter, I think Andy Dick's kid does it. Um, whatever, there's plenty, but. But in fairness, Andy Dick doesn't do it. That's true. That's <laughs> but that's a great scene. How many, like that scene, what could it be, five minutes with, with Jeff it's and It's pretty Dick? long, actually. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's amazing the dynamics you can just see between a father and son yeah. comic. There's the father and yeah. son relationship. There's also the, the, they're going back and forth a little. Jeff's yeah. trying to be funny, but then the dad's a little bit like, no, 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 I got a joke for you. Like, it, it's fantastic. It's really fun. Oh, like, you. so many dynamics working at once. And again, you know, a five-minute scene, but it just, it seems even longer in a good way because there's so much going on, like a, a little competition between the father and son, but a, a pride from Dick that oh, Jeff's yeah. over oh, yeah. there performing. It, yeah. Yeah. But it's a, a, I'll show you how to do this. Yeah. And the Jeff's, Jeff's, you know, a little back in a little bit. Oh, okay, uh, Jeff Dad. tees yeah. him up really well. He yeah. goes, hey, so uh, I'm doing Donald Trump jokes. And he goes, I, okay, I knew Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to give you a joke. Puts it on a T. Right there. Yeah, yeah, Dad, yeah, tell me. Yeah, it was. I mean, it wasn't quite Byron Allen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God>. Right. Uh, <laughs> the master. <laughs> the master. <laughs> now, Steve, you like pizza. <laughs> like, yeah. I've heard you like pizza. <laughs> you wear clothes, right? You Is put those true? on. <laughs> Gary, what's this breathing I hear about? In and out. So what? What? What was the biggest surprise that you noticed when you were out there filming this movie? Because what I noticed, which was interesting, the the biggest thing you can get back to the troops is not necessarily the show, but it's really the interaction with them before the show, after the show, hanging out with them in the mess hall, all that good stuff. And the show was almost secondary. Correct. Uh, Tammy Pescatelli, who is, didn't go on tour with us but has done several, she gives a, a wonderful interview that's interlaced throughout the film. And she sums it up with saying the troops be, the troops become real faces. So it's Gary from Corsicana, Texas. You know, it's Steve from uh, Gary, Indiana. So whatever it is, and they come to the shows. At, you they come to the show that night, or maybe they can't because they're working. But they remember you and they shake your hand, and it was a distraction from their day in and day out of uh, boredom. Like it's either extreme mm-hmm. war or large stretches of boredom they have to be ready for the war at any second so yeah the meet and greets are the thing that to me i walked away with never even i didn't even know we were going to do meet and greets right they didn't even tell me like don barnard did not prep me at all he said we're going to do these shows we may go to iraq we don't know yet if we have clearance then then you know we got there in kuwait and he goes okay we'll be up at tomorrow we're leaving at nine we'll be on base at 11 i go why are we going to be there at 11 i thought the show was like eight well, we're doing some meet and greets, and we did five meet and greets in right. one day, hanging out with guys and women in the uh, chow hall, in the uh, the the hut where they work. Yeah, firefighters you met. Uh, yeah, fire. Yeah. Just and just shooting yeah, the shit with them, telling them jokes, and and that was very meaningful. Right. They just want people to know that hey, like listen, we're here for you. We want you to be distracted for an hour. Scott Kennedy, I always used to say. For the next hour, there's no walls around here. It's this is what we're giving you, and we want you to be distracted for the next hour, mm-hmm. which is it, it, it's and, a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. Are the audience is mostly male, right? Because it's military, so it's a male soldiers, or I don't know. Be what's surprised. It like? I'm the only one who hasn't performed for him, so I'm you, asking. Well, you will. Okay. We'll sign you up by the no, end thanks, of this podcast. <laughs> it, it, no, it, there are uh, surprisingly many women in this. Like if you grow up thinking yeah. it's army men. It's army men and women, and a lot of the officers are women, and and they're pulling their weight. And, and as a single guy, like, are you 
is it potential to hook up with a female officer or then the tense I, I almost did but I'm oh, married no. so I had to I know a, there's a, a woman that we hooked up really wanna, oh yeah. really yeah with a female officer uh, I she was a female I'm not sure if she was an officer or, officer enlisted soldier but, uh, okay. a woman in uniform yes. but rank so. matters to you not necessarily. No, I'm non-discriminatory. <laughs> I, I don't care about that stuff. I'll even if yeah, it's, so it's a native. Stuff. If it's a native that's found their way on base, I'll get your number. Rank cool. doesn't matter. He <laughs> does a podcast with Gary Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, thanks for your awning. That's great energy here at the podcast. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> what the fuck. Um, wait, who is was your the one that you almost? In? I think <laughs> your mechanics on the line. <laughs> no, I didn't almost. So I mean, I'm kidding. Which girl? I'm happily but, but married. I know but which one. I had a strong flirtation. <laughs> which one on screen in the movie? There's a, a woman we share donuts. The donut, sure, sure, sure. Arms, yeah, yeah. Because I I met her during the she day. She was adorable. Oh, she's beautiful. We yeah. met in the day when we were just doing a meet and greet, and it was in some almost like a, a theater, like a briefing room. Yeah. With a small, the smaller the group, the more interesting I thought it was because it became intimate, mm -hmm. and you're telling stories about home. You know, you don't talk about. Uh, the conflict and oil and th you know you take yeah. them back to America and they want to hear what's going on and uh, so we we flirted there and then uh, we went to the PX and she happened to be there yeah and we were flirting again it was all very casual you know when when I did they were the, in the shower yeah. <laughs> and it was Still very, very casual like, you in the shower <laughs> like, so casual just, uh, tell me about I am battle comic <laughs> <laughs> no but I remember when I went years ago with Scott Kennedy and Julia Lillis who was really really funny there is this sense that you're thousands and thousands of miles away you're in the middle of nowhere that you're going to hook up with somebody there really is and I I kind of thought there was this connection with Julia that maybe we were going to hook up meanwhile she's totally repulsed by me like right. I had no and I was, the other she, she used to be in the military. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you know this? I didn't know this until I heard from military about this. Steve Byrne was the only comic, a civilian comic, that leaves a war zone that the soldiers are happy about. Like, uh -huh. they would applaud the fact that a civilian is leaving. They were, yeah. Steve does something very nice for the military. Anybody that wants to buy a CD, they get 10% off. I'm wow. like, that's pretty very, favorable. Very, just I mean, the fuck up. That's, that's a nice Jesus gesture, Christ. right? 10% off. 10%. Doesn't sell any. As a female comic performing for the male troops, that must be, I mean, is that intimidating, or do, do you get your share of penis? I mean, like, what, how does... Well, um, Jennifer Rawlings, who's done 50 some countries uh opening for country acts a lot too not just with mm. other comics and tammy that i mentioned they both them they said you know it's never been a it's problem. fine it's yeah. not a problem right. but i also thought too who was the comic that gave the story somebody coming in late they didn't like the show turned in a complaint remember that oh yeah yeah i was on stage when the woman came in and i started talking to her and and she filed a complaint she was not in the service she was like a civilian a contractor oh. Uh, oh, who well, was on her. base? And oh, she just, and she filed a complaint against you. She filed you. a complaint, yeah. Well, well, because of my content? No. What, yeah. She has no say, does she? I mean, anybody at the show, anybody on base can file a complaint. Oh, okay. And then Slade Ham tells a story about her complaint, hopefully in a very funny way. I mean, yeah, it was. Get well, I know that Mitch Fatel went out and did a tour, <laughs> and they brought him in knowing who he was, knowing his act, and got a bunch of complaints and basically said that they wouldn't have him back again. It's like, well, that'd be like hiring a Bobby Slayton or somebody and being like, oh, Bobby we Slayton. had no idea this is what you did. Like, that's on the fault of the military at that point, right? Uh, you, or somebody you, who hires him. You seem, you. seem It seems like in any comedy context, you should know what you're buying before you present yeah. it to your audience. Yeah. 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 But uh, there, was, um, there was a story that Don told that's not in the movie 
that they had to send Paula Bell home. Oh, because we saw was, her name in there. Yeah. Well, I thanked her for the interview. She hasn't seen the movie yet, but she's not in it. Uh, great interview where the uh, Don had told me how she had done some rape jokes and they asked her not to do it. So they sent her home. So being a good documentarian, I find Paula and ask her about the rape jokes. And she said, I don't give a fuck. Right. And she was very funny the way yeah, she told yeah. the story, but it didn't quite fit the uh, the theme of the, the film, vibe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the vibe of the She's film. Like I don't give a shit. I'll just go back to the U.S. Yeah. and not work there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to get sent home, though, not to be. You don't get asked to alter your material. You get sent home. Like I, I think it was like three strikes. Oh, three strikes. Okay. Yeah. I think they asked her. She did it again. She they asked her, and they said you got to go home. Oh, so she did it a couple of times. I think the way oh, that wow. Don tells the story. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. How long were you guys there for? How long was the tour? It was, uh, just a little over two, less than three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. What was your favorite moment being with these guys, filming it, capturing it? What was your favorite moment doing it? There was a show in one of those Quonset huts, mm -hmm. you know, like a, a Gomer Pyle hut on a base where it was kind of a small army unit within a larger base that I think was run by the Kuwaitis even. And just everybody gelled, and it was one of those crowds that was like an intimate comedy club versus – First show Saturday night, date night, ch fried chicken, right? It was just like these people were here to see comedy. Yeah. And it became uh, like Don said something from stage and he called me and I came up and said something. And then like I was trying to tell this joke and I brought Slade up because I couldn't do it. So it was just like a – and that's why I love live comedy, whether it's for the military or anywhere, where if you're in Minneapolis listening right now, you should check out these guys because <laughs> a live show – when it's when it becomes something more than it's like music, when it's something more than just doing the set list, right, or the playlist with mm -hmm. the band, you remember that. And we live in an age of robotic cars, and you know everything's automated. We're looking at our phones. Put the phone down. Yeah. See a fucking comic and laugh. Right. right. Well, it's, it's it's always like I always tell people it's like seeing the Fourth of July fireworks on television, as opposed to being, mm -hmm. you know. In Central Park or along the Hudson and watching it live along the river. Yeah. It, it's just, it's a different dynamic when you see it, you feel it, you smell it. It's all right there for you. I don't know, I just, I, I think more people should see it live. And I th also think stand-up's like the last vessel where you can actually freely express yourself. I mean, you'll still get shit, but it's it's one of the last places you can actually do that. I mean, where else are you going to see that? You can't see it on movie theater, mm -hmm. can't see it on TV because you're held held to a different standard by the corporations because they got to sell soap. But but I, I, I think twofold, that's that's two of the reasons why you should go. Yeah, it's fantastic. That, that's one of the things I loved about the movie, too. I'm, I'm jealous, actually, that you guys are about to go because you caught the... Gary, you you, you get the camaraderie yeah. of what it's like yeah. to be there. You know what I mean? Like, the, you guys are going in a couple weeks. That's one of yeah. the most fun things. Like, my wife came last night, too, and I said, do you, do you, did you get it? Like, I, I felt it watching it. That all the reminders, the the times in the bus, the times in the plane when you're traveling right. and you're you're screwing around with each other, you know, before the show, messing with each other. It's just it looks it's four or five comics traveling, just fucking around with each other, and that camaraderie you built up, and then it, of course that transfers to the shows. And oh, so thank I you. said to my wife, like, did you did you feel it? And she's like, well, yeah, it looked like a lot of fun for sure. I I see, you know, sometimes when you go, I think it's it's all hardship, <laughs> you know, but. 
they looked like they were having a blast. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that's what they I, I, I think what she felt was my hand on her leg. <laughs> <laughs> she started to was sleep. she sleeping? <laughs> well, it, Steve, <laughs> thank, you, thank you for that. And I'm glad your wife got it because yeah. there were longer edits of the movie where there was too much camaraderie. Like, you know, my wife would watch and go, yeah. go, hey, I wasn't in the van. So maybe cut some of that shit. <laughs> right, right. But to be uh, to keep with the thesis of the I Am Blank Comic Trilogy, there has to be enough inside baseball for comedians to enjoy the movie. Yeah. Right? So yeah. this is the broadest appealing of the three, but I wanted to speak to the sisterhood, mm-hmm. brotherhood of comedy. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, it hit the right tone there. But there's a, there's also a great moment, and you addressed this last night, where Slade is making this heartfelt speech about why he did it and why he loves doing it. And I guess your wife saw it and said, that's the movie. That really has to be put into, like, the first five, six, seven minutes yes. and not extend it out. There's this great moment about one of the comics talking about why he did it and how important it was to him and what it meant to that guy's family that saw him years beforehand and the connection that he made with that family. And that was the gist of why comics go do these military tours. I mean, that was it. Well, for the for the podcast listener, a little context. Uh, comedians do these shows repeatedly and you go back, but you don't see the same people because the troops are rotated off of, mm-hmm. off of base. But a lot of the individual men and women keep in touch with you on Facebook or they come to your show yep. in Colorado Springs or wherever you're playing. I think Minneapolis coming up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so you may not remember their f- name, but you know their face. And they were like, I saw you in Bahrain. Or you were right. in Djibouti. And the, a couple stories, George Lopez tells one, Slade Ham tells one, where, you know, those people are killed. And so the unit sends the coin or the patch right. or the little flag that the guy had inside his helmet, mm-hmm. and they sent it to the comic. They sent it to Slade Ham. They sent it to George Lopez. And so the gravitas of that, like the the weight of, holy cow, I was performing someone for, for someone who loved what I was doing, digging what I'm doing as an artist, and they're dead. Like, that's heavy shit. Yeah. Right? And... My wife is watching a cut in my office, and it's like 20-some minutes in, and it's all yucking it up and riffing on the bus and traveling around and staying at a plush hotel with a great buffet, by the way. <laughs> and Waffle Maker. Seems to be universal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Always a, wa- a in the middle Waffle East. Maker yeah. in the Middle East. <laughs> and my wife said, there's no context for this movie right now. Like, I don't give a shit about these guys. I mean, it's fun, but yeah. it's not a movie. And then I said, well, wait. And I hit the space bar again to make it play. And then Slade tells the story. And she goes, well, that's now I get it. Now I get why these performers. So you're about to do mm-hmm. your first one? Who's doing the first one? No, Patrick hasn't oh, done one. Yeah. Oh, you you know what's one. funny? The, the restaurant we were just at eating at, the yeah. waiter does stand-up comedy, and he had done one. Really? <laughs> I, I don't even have that. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? The way the part-time guy's getting more gigs overseas than I What am I doing wrong? LA's too small of a town, I guess. But that is. That is the... Movie right there. Yeah, it's it says Sums it, all up. it says why mm-hmm. entertainers. If you have an opportunity to do it, you should do it. Because but so it's few a- do. So few are willing to. So so many are willing to take a stance politically this time and age, especially online, especially when it's safe. You know to 
to go along party lines here in New York and L.A., but when push comes to shove, so few of them will actually sign on the dotted line and go over into Iraq or Afghanistan and really, you know, put your money where your mouth is and go and entertain the men and women that are mm-hmm. defending you. Uh, well, just so few do. As a bleeding heart liberal, yeah. and I think I was saying last night, I'm like 97% John Lennon, and now maybe a little 3%. John Wayne, Team America, fuck yeah. <laughs> well, anti-troop doesn't, or anti-war doesn't mean anti-troop. Yeah, yeah, correct. Like, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was hard for me to understand because I thought that was bullshit. How could you be anti-war and still support the troops? Because on some level, you're still perpetuating the war machine by by entertaining sure, the troops. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm going over there. I'm, yeah. I'm surrendering to be, I'm a part of this now. Yeah. And then once I met the individuals... That's when I go, oh, I get it. The troops is no longer a green blob of of people. Mm-hmm. They are Gary and Keisha. And see how liberal I am? I mix oh, up beautiful. the names. You did. You did. You I think I did Gary twice. <laughs> you said Gary the White and Keisha. That's... Keisha. <laughs> Gary. I, I, by the way, Gary's not friends with anybody named Keisha. He is not. You had a roommate named Keisha. Keisha. I did have a roommate named Keisha. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, heavy sleeper. <laughs> um, I will tell you. But by the way, it was, I mean, you had some great cameos in there. George Lopez was in it. Tammy Pescatelli, yeah. Sean Halpin, who we love. Oh, nice, Sean Halpin. Great very, guy. very heartfelt. Heartfelt. Uh, yeah, just moments with hearing Sean. his story. He was a Marine before he was yeah. a comedian. Yeah, I mean, it's so. Yeah, he was a Marine and now a comic. Yeah. I mean, Steve, maybe you could do the opposite. Become a Marine. <laughs> work at Old Navy. You're in shape, uh, Steve. Uh. <laughs> but it is interesting. What I love to hear about David Tell, like all these guys who meet these troops. Meet the soldiers, men and women of our military, and they say, hey, if you ever make it to New York, you ever come here, please look me up. We'd love to come see you. David Tell was saying all these people come out. They look him up. He was very surprised that people come to his shows at the Comedy Cellar. And, and he says, they, oh, you made it back. Yes. Yep. And, and I, I will say David Tell is in I Am Comic, available on iTunes. And, <laughs> and David Tell is very funny in I Am Comic. And he's like, why are these documentaries so serious? What the yeah. f- you know? Uh, but in I Am Battle Comic... He's quite genuine and sincere. Yes. And you, he puts together tours. And and it's thanks to David Tell that uh, I found out about uh, militaryfamilies.org because on his website is a banner, you know, there's a button for it, and you click on it, and you can donate. And he doesn't publicize it or anything right. like that. It's just you go to davidtell.com. There's a little button up there. And I asked him, hey, how would you find this uh, charity? He goes, I did a— I did a charity event for them, and I was disappointed in the turnout. And I said, well, what what do you mean? He goes, well, I just think more people should know about these charities. I was surprised at how little the civilian population knows or cares about military families. So I decided to help them, and that's why we did those. those We have another one in Minneapolis, actually. Oh, wow. In fact, do me a favor. Tell your audiences about the film. Because it, we're going to be at the landmark Lagoon Theater mm. on uh, May 31st. No. Uh, but uh, good luck. Uh, no, no, no. Can I keep the we're cut to it? <laughs> you do your own work. We're trying to fill our shows. Uh, <laughs> that's a problem. No, uh, at your show. <laughs> Steve does something great when the military people come back to see him. He always offers people two for one. And I think that's great. <laughs> he says no Groupon or Gold Star needed. Come right in, two for one. All okay, good. okay, all right. okay. <laughs> Moving on. Well, the movie was great. I got to tell you, you. I and I was I was so happy that you had that kind of turnout. When is your screening in Minneapolis? 
uh, May 31st. Oh, wow. The Landmark so, Lagoon Theater. Landmark Lagoon Theater. But and, what is going to be the next one? Uh, have you thought about it, or is there going to be another faction that you're going to explore? I'm not kidding when I say yeah. I am podiatrist. Because, like, okay, we've done comedy. Yeah. And podiatrists, there's nothing really funny about them. <laughs> right. Right. Therefore, it's probably really funny. So but the I've minute you fun- said it, we all laughed. <laughs> I know there was a lot of dead air. There's, I found a guy on Instagram who's yeah. like a, a rock star podiatrist, and by it's really weird because he posts these videos of people are passed out, like they go under and their foot sliced open, oh, and in ten seconds he's like, "What I'm going to do here is take the medic, you know, metacarsal and yeah. switch it with the tendon." Okay, and kind of winks at the camera. Where's he located? In Beverly Hills. Oh, okay. and then I know I know the uh, the foot doctor for the Clippers. Yeah. Then I want to go to West Virginia and get like the guy peeling off bunions for 20 bucks. <laughs> right? And then I'm ultimately patient. there's got to be a convention of podiatrists. Oh, of course, right? sure, so, sure. So there's your movie. Yeah, he's nodding. Wow. <laughs> but uh, the other else. one could it could be um the it could be the uh, I am son of comic. Oh yeah, that's because good, of the Wayans yeah. and, and yeah. Dick Capri mm-hmm. and Jeff and uh Pauly Shore. Is that right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Still Sammy Shore. Sammy. Yeah, Sammy, Sammy Shore was, yeah. yeah. And Pauly's not the... So Sammy's the comic, Pauly's not. Is that how that works? <laughs> You'll never work the comedy store. No. My son, my son <laughs> Thank did, you. Uh, does Thank improv. you. Promised? What's that? Oh, my oh, son does improv. Oh, nice. Oh, he does? At the I.O. Okay. And so he, he did stand-up once, killed, said, I don't want to do it again. Perfect. Wow. Well, I like one. improv. I always love these guys, too, that you meet, and they're like, oh, uh, I met this girl, and she start, just started doing stand-up. And I'd be like, oh, I wish she... Hilarious. I'm like, dude, are you already fucking her? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things. Like, come on. Like, you know that they're just trying to get in their pants. Like, they're, oh, they're so funny. Like, Kyle sees. Um, but Harry, hey, wait a minute. Jesus Christ, dude. Edit out for the Paula Bell reference. Um, I will tell you. I'll not work here. Uh, I got to tell you, we loved it. We loved I First of all, I'm a fan of all three. I am comic. I am road comic. I'm a fan of the first I am two. battle comic. I, I look forward to seeing the third. Yes, so. oh, thank, thank you. you for doing Steve it. Steve did not it. see uh, the movie last night. He was like, 10 bucks. I can't afford it. Gary, uh, shut so, uh, the fuck up. Talking to Jordan. Um, talking to Jordan. We, <laughs> we absolutely loved it. Yeah. Absolutely thank loved the film. Thank you so much. Yeah. Great cameos in it, but the four guys that you had, Don, Jeff Capri, Bob Cabuto, Slade, uh, Slade so funny, such a great group of guys. And uh, it was just, we, we, we truly enjoyed it. The Q&A yeah, afterwards really was awesome. It was like Band of Comic Brothers. Yeah. Is what Kubota called it. Because, you know, we did bond and it made it a fun experience. And then, like, Tammy and Jeff, uh, Slade, rather, have flown to a couple of cities to do the Q&As. With wow. Them. On their own dime. Wow. It's an indie film, right? Like, yeah. That's you know, fantastic. For, for your Minnesota viewing, maybe an announcement should be made. Because at the... Uh, What's the club in, in Minneapolis, the Acme. Acme Club? That Monday yeah. night is 300 people. That open mic is loaded. It's packed. It's oh, a lot of comics. Yeah. If you made an announcement there, you'd have an audience of 300, and you'd probably get a lot of those people Ooh, I going. I love that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Acme. It's called Acme Comedy Club. It's one of the best clubs. You guys are at House of Comedy. Yeah, but, we're doing uh, the other one. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, we're next to Lane Bryant. So. <laughs> you think we could promote our shows at Acme? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's a Monday night, and it's it's kind of semi-booked, local, open mic type situation. But it's fantastic. It's the best amateur pro-am night in the country. Oh, and you have a Their open house. mic will get out more yeah. people in that one night than we will all week. <laughs> uh, but we love the movie. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Try get it. Nothing. I'm not trying to get something every Jesus time. Jesus Christ, Gary. You're a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so insulting. <laughs> I'm working here. Uh, but we loved it. And where can people check out where the next screenings are, all that other good stuff? You know, I have it at IamBattleComic.com. There it is. Okay. You can pre-order a, a, da- a stream download for okay. me and I'll give half the money to militaryfamily.org. Oh, it's great. so oh, nice awesome. of you by yeah. the way to do that. It's, it's unbelievable. Pleasure. Pleasure. And then uh, I'm a highly paid commercial director. Oh. I'm well overpaid and it was a pleasure pleasure to make this and uh, it didn't cost that much compared yeah. to a movie because I used a, a camera I got at Best Buy and then you know I edited for months and months in my underwear in my office and I had more some... about that, please. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have footage of that? Slow. Uh, I'll pay. <laughs> Steve, wire your shorts off. But, you know, I had a lot, of, a lot of nice help. Like the the uh, one of the special effects companies that we do our Toyota commercials with did they made the cool maps you know the graphics and and titles and then a a mix company i work with juice studios they did the mix for basically nothing and it's the mix i was that's the thing you shoot a movie with a like literally when we're skyping jeff capri with his dad def uh dick capri he they're skyping on a macbook and if you look you know i just put this lav microphone you know the little clip on i just set it on the mac yeah like it's it's mm-hmm. so low tech that I'm able to. I said, you know, it's about the troops. It's about the relationships between comedians and performing, and hopefully, you know, giving them a, an escape from the day in day out. If I don't give money back, if I don't use this power for good, I am a fucking schmuck. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's why I'm able to do it, and I feel blessed. And. Uh, Everyone should 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 buy it. So, do you do these these films though in your spare time Underwear? or be, in between? <laughs> yeah, but in between gigs because you're just that passionate about it because you have a a legit great gig, you know, making these commercials and then yes, yes, it is. It's unbelievable I, that you. I love. Well, I can tell you that I am comic mm-hmm. was indirectly paid for by Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> because I was doing like That's a great. dozen KFC commercials every yeah. six weeks, we'd do KFC, and my crew knew that we shot on Thursdays because Fridays we were going to help make go. the movie. Oh, that's great! And that's why that movie looks a little better. Like it's there's the interviews are yeah. lit. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And, oh, that's and great. then I am Road Comic was literally a weekend with Wayne Fetterman and myself went up to this club, Jack Diddley's, mm-hmm. and the week before we went to do the gig. The bouncers at the club threw a guy out, and he landed on his head and went into a coma, Ooh. which is documentary gold. Oh. oh, wow. Documentary gold. I was so happy. Not about the coma. <laughs> sure. Right. But about, sure. the, about the incident. Oh, you got to think about yourself. <laughs> so that was it. You know, it's going to happen. You know, that was a that weekend, week. a weekend of filming. And then yeah. I came back, and I knew guys and grabbed interviews like Mark Marin had me. I went to the garage. I put the thing on the tripod. An hour later, I got an interview. Yeah. So things like that. Yeah. You know? It's not like 
It's not like a movie movie where you... Yeah. I mean, how long did it take to make... Uh, well, geez, I mean, we Donald shot you know, years of footage but because we didn't know what how the end would be. Obviously, you had a very set thing. So we were we had yeah 300 hours of footage over five or six years. You know, that's where I met you at the... Yeah, we uh, met at, at the, the screen. You were very, very like nice. A, yeah, you, you came like up and introduced It was like a one o'clock screening? It was, yeah, yeah midday screening, oh, yeah. yeah terrific. So nice. Terrific. You, had you... It's been a long time since I saw I Am Comic and I Am Road Comic. Were you in either of those? Do you show I, I up? Was, I'm barely in I Am Comic. Okay. I'm barely in. I, I mean, I do the intro. Yeah. Uh, and I'm in I Am Road Comic because I was booked to do the gig. Yeah. But it, it, it either, it, it's not the story of, ooh, I hope I can kill. Right, no, no, no. But yeah. that's someone else. But I, I think that's a, and, and just like Steve was just saying, what you're doing with the, you know, the giving the money back uh, on, on this one and stuff. It's, yeah. It, it, it shows your heart and uh, charisma showed in, oh, this, in this one very much. My wife even said to me when I got home, she, she said, you remind me, I can't think of his name. Who's the super size me guy? Morgan Spurlock. Morgan Spurlock. Spurlock. She said that's who you kind of reminded her of. Oh, like wow. you, you, we know you're the guy behind not the Bill camera. Not Bill O'Reilly. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> not but Bill O'Reilly. I was just uh, when you're I on it. Forgotten yeah. now. Oh, the scar. Of the, <laughs> yeah. th- but that's you. how it came, it came across to her. And I was like, yeah, you kind of see it. We felt like you were taking your journey, and you're very genuine when you're on screen. So yeah, it was oh, good that, stuff. That's a huge compliment. I'm a big yeah. Morgan Spurlock fan because uh, it's a point of view. Yeah, and the. the the common denominator between filmmaking and stand-up comedy is we are actually in the point-of-view business, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, if you have a strong point-of-view as a comic, no one can, yeah, everyone knows this. You can't right. get your joke stolen. Yeah. You can't steal yeah. jokes if they're already stolen, right, Steve? <laughs> Why 65 minutes or on podiatry? Steve, <laughs> Steve's trying to kiss your ass so he can be in your next movie, I Am Podiatrist. That's why he was kissing your ass. Can you look at this? Can you look <laughs> at my feet, man? Jordan, thank you yeah. so much for being here. The movie's great. I Am Battle Comic. Yes, if you so haven't good. seen the first two, I Am Comic or I Am Road Comic, check those out as well. iTunes. Your website, yeah. I Am Battle Comic. Or go to jordanbrady.com. There it is, there. right there. Thank you so much for joining us. Driving all the way from Santa Monica, the west side, where mm-hmm. rich folk live, uh, is fantastic. <laughs> That's where I live, too. Why don't you uh, carpool? Why you rent? carpool? <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Brady, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Oh. It was a great movie. Thank you for letting us uh, be part of it and sharing and your And don't just see journey. the third one, this newest one. you yeah, got to see, see the first three. two because it really does explore. And, and You know, you, you definitely lift the rock. Yeah. And show what's underneath in terms of stand-up, which is, you know, I think most people should be privy to that. Well, can I just point out that if you haven't seen the first two, it's not like there's unanswered questions. Right. Like you can <laughs> jump right into the third yeah. one. It's not like Friday the 13th yeah. where you have to see all of them. They're standalone. Right, right, right. Yeah, you can't see part four unless you've seen Jason? one through three. Although there are Easter eggs. I mean, there are bits yeah. in the third one that if you've seen the other ones, you'll laugh. Like, oh, like very Jack nice. Diddley's yeah, is yeah. referenced and some other shit. Well, for everybody here at the Gentleman's Dodo, first of all, we'd like to thank Jordan Brady. It was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Steve Maison joining us as a guest host. Yes. Great documentary, Dying to Do Letterman. Steve, you and I will be in Minneapolis this weekend working at the House of Comedy. Yeah. Very exciting about that. That's Patrick Keene, who will be joining you a week from this weekend at the Hartford Funny Bone. Plenty of tickets available for all the Shut dates. Up. Large groups welcome at all the dates. Tell the damn joke on Showtime. What's that? It's my hour special, you <laughs> fucking asshole. Interesting. Fourth. Good, good, good. Fourth. Good stuff. Yeah. Fourth. How many you have? It doesn't matter. We're doing a podcast together. Please. <laughs> You're all caught up, huh? He did, he did, he did Live in Gotham. He did the same set twice. <laughs> oh, four years later. Gentlemen's Dojo. Did you change a thing? He's no, the worst. Fuck him for words. <laughs> he used Live in Gotham as the introduction. That's the <laughs> You've seen him here before <laughs> on Live in Gotham. Welcome to Live in Gotham. Ha <laughs> ha
Thank you.